When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now... Lend me your ears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Literati, America's number one podcast. Whoa, whoa, Michael, is that true? Doesn't matter. Oh, I guess not. Huh. Maybe I'll try a little lie, too. I'm a very nice and smart person. Okay, come on, Colin, let's not push it. There's only so much they'll believe. Fair enough. We are your hosts and literary gurus, Colin and Michael, and we're here to give you the writing tips you need to succeed, and also to take the fall if Forever Dog ever gets audited. It's only a matter of time. They are, like, constantly shredding documents. And when we got this podcast, they made us sign a plea deal, which we signed immediately because we thought it said flea deal. Yeah, we both have fleas real bad, and we were jazzed that someone was finally going to do something about it. That just goes to show you, reading actually is important. So important. But enough about us. Let's go ahead and say a little more about us. Right. Well, I'm Michael Wolf, and I teach creative writing to a group of teenage hooligans who loiter in front of my building. And in return, they take my money. And I'm Colin O'Brien, and I donated my kidneys to the New York Public Library in the dead of night. So now you know we're qualified to teach writing. And one of the things we pride ourselves of here at Literati is our deep, abounding knowledge of all the world's greatest works of literature— And then using that knowledge to make others feel lesser than. As you all probably know, there is no greater feeling than being at a party or a brunch and making a clever little comment about books at the expense of someone else. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. For for example, Mm. last week, I was at a soiree when the host accidentally dropped his drink, to which I quickly yelled, "Uh, you're less of a Mr. Darcy and more of a Mr. Dropsy. (laughs) And everyone laughed and laughed while the host got down on the floor and cleaned up his mess like a dog. Oh, you know, that reminds me of last week when I was at a soiree where someone made a major soiree faux pas of crying in the middle of a party while telling a story about a dead family member. So I... I cut the tension by cleverly shouting, "Mm, I've heard of a tree grows in Brooklyn, but a jerk cries in Brooklyn? (laughs) I never. And everyone laughed and laughed and laughed. (laughs) The soiree was in Brooklyn. Oh, mine too. Were we at the same soiree? I I don't know. Were you rudely asked to leave? Yes, I was. Me too. (laughs) That's a funny coincidence. Almost as funny as our examples we just gave. That being said, it is getting harder and harder to impress people with references. What with the internet and all that. It used to be that in order to be an elitist prick, you had to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to attend a private university and learn about famous authors. But nowadays, you can just Google smart, cool, popular books, and anyone can learn the classics. So that's why we wanted to take a moment to introduce you to some of the lesser-known classic works of literature by famous authors, so that you can impress people with your references. Let's start with Cormac McCarthy. Now, everyone knows him for his dark Western works like The Road and Blood Meridian. But did you know that he has many other books, such as Time to Shoot a Horse, The Road 2, Family Trip to Disneyland? And even cowboys get the blues, and by blues I mean get terribly murdered by those closest to them because the natural world is violent and uncaring. 
Wow, I can't believe he wrote all those books I've never heard of. He did. Well, that explains why they're deep cuts. Well, who amongst our listeners likes Jane Austen? Me, me, me. (laughs) Great. Well, besides her classics like Pride and Prejudice and Sense and Sensibility, she also wrote many forgotten hits such as Bone Thugs and Harmony and the Clueless screenplay. And don't forget about Dollars and Cents and Sensibility, Jane Austen's guide to investing. It helped me out a lot with my money troubles. Did you get more? Uh, no, I, it helped me get further into debt, okay. but it's still pretty That's impressive. something. It's good to change each year. Yep. And of course, Dostoevsky is well known for his depressing Russian tomes on mortality like Crime and Punishment and The Idiot. But he also wrote such cult favorites as Another Cold Winter and I No Longer Love My Family, 5,000 Pages on Guilt, and of course, The Idiot is Back and This Time He's Chewing on Rocks. Now, besides The Shining and It, Stephen King also wrote such terrifying novels as "Uh Uh-Oh, I'm on the Train and I Forgot My Headphones and Little Kid Who Seems Nice But Will Bite You. And let's not forget about Bones. Imagine if they could walk around. Ooh, I got the shivers just thinking about those books. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. And finally, there was huge news a few years ago when Harper Lee's sequel to her hit book To Kill a Mockingbird was released. But did you know that there are also several prequels already published? No, I did not know that. It's true. Impress your friends by referencing those titled, Hey, what's that sound in the backyard? Huh, must be some kind of bird. It's nice. And, huh, it's 2 a.m. and that frickin' mockingbird won't shut the fuck up. Starting to get a little pissed. Followed up, of course, by, okay, that's it. I'm getting my shotgun and my shovel. I'm going to end this now. Which, of course, led to her most famous work, To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. I mean, I've heard of To Kill a Mockingbird, but to kill it on the Literati podcast with all these smart and cool references? (laughs) Great job, Colin. Thank you. I've truly earned your laughter. And our next guest has earned your attention. We are so lucky to have her. We think you're really going to enjoy this. Reading today from the book That Man is Reading on the Subway, it's Nancy Garlic. Excerpts from the book That Man is Reading on the Subway, written by me, Nancy Garlic. Preface. Welcome, bearded man with a slouchy beanie riding the subway. You are reading me, a book. I am the reason that everyone in this train car is looking at you. They are curious. A young man reading a book in this day and age? He must have a good heart, they think. Your literary fluency is attractive, they decide. They imagine that you will sweep them off their feet with poems about soft lips, though in reality, you haven't brushed your teeth for longer than 40 seconds since high school. If only they knew that you were reading this book, a placeholder book, to convince other people that you are reading. Chapter 1. A celebration is in order. You've made it to the first chapter, which means that you've turned one page. Time to celebrate this lofty achievement. Chapter 4. A good chuckle on behalf of the fools. Ha! Despite this current attempt to gain the respect of commuting strangers, in your regular life you are barely able to string a sentence together without betraying your stupidity. Most of what you say are the regurgitated opinions of your co-worker and longtime frisbee enthusiast, Benj. But no one on this train needs to know that. Here, you are the man who knows how to enjoy literature and probably loves his mother a lot, but not too much. Chapter 7. You are getting away with this. Blah, 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 blah. See, you're technically reading. Who needs real books anyway, now that you've got this meta book that's convincing everyone that you're on a quest to find the perfect tree trunk to lean up against? Sure, the truth is that you haven't done laundry in two months because the bank is far and no one else has quarters. But forget that. You are getting away with this whole book thing. Maybe you should be a professor. A books professor. Chapter 8. A History of Your Ignorance. It's time to admit that the only book you've ever finished is The Catcher in the Rye. How incredible that the only protagonist you're able to relate to is Holden Caulfield, a sad rich boy. Chapter 12. An Actionable Step. Turn the page. Chapter 13, a commemoration of your action. Good work when you turn that page just now. You are surely convincing everyone. Smile benevolently. Now, back to work. Chapter 18, the pivotal moment. 
You can feel the eyes of a woman with wispy bangs who is most likely an influencer on you. Now, this is very important. Act as if you are reading. Make sure that your eyes dart from left to right fast enough to convince her that you are a seasoned reader, but not so fast that your reading looks fake. This book is proving to be a true Cyrano de Bergerac, a character with whom you are, of course, unfamiliar. Chapter 23. The Illusion of a Thought. Look away. Sigh once. Now look at these words again. The girl who loves non-milk milk will like that it appeared as if you had an intelligent thought. She may try to catch your eye. Give her a glance. But don't abandon your book. You must convince her that you are open, sensitive, and kind, but also obsessed with literature. Chapter 25. A Giggle from the Woman Who Doesn't Know Any Better. The woman lets out a little giggle. You should look up. You two deserve each other. She's a digital marketing coordinator. You are unemployed, but working on your music, even though all of your songs sound eerily similar to Don McLean's American Pie. See? You and this woman are two households, both alike in dignity. That's from Romeo and Juliet, a Shakespeare play that you will never read because they die, and that's a bummer for sure. Epilogue. Congratulations, you nearly finished the book. It was intended for you, a boy who is good at hacky sack and doesn't quite understand what's wrong with the phrase no homo. This epilogue is merely a formality, as you abandoned this book on the train when you went to grab a drink with the girl who often poses in fields to get likes. Enjoy your drink. Don't offer to pay for hers. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Wow. Ms. Garlic, thank you so much. Uh, that reading was fantastic. Yeah, we are so happy to have you here in the studio. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a long journey. I walked, but it's fine, and I made it. Oh, I'm sorry. We should have arranged to get you one of our I thought cars. we sent a car, yeah. No, I, don't, I saw it, and I said, hi, no time. I have to walk. Okay. Clear oh. my head, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's but sort of your pre-reading ritual? Uh-huh. I walk and walk and walk until I I sweat all of my toxins out. Then I come in and I'm fresh-minded. Okay. Can you tell? A lot of toxins, though? So many toxins from all the talking to all the people in my life. But now I'm here and I've I've sweated out and I'm going to be fine and normal. Well, sometimes uh, authors uh, or writers or creative people, they sort of tend to be like uh, sponges and can sort of take yeah. on, uh, mm-hmm. if you're, especially mm-hmm. if you're talking to a lot of people, you might like be and taking I do. on well, their... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you got to sweat those out. Before Colin and I did Literati, we had a podcast called Talking Toxins, and we basically would just kind of run through some of the things mm-hmm. that we were carrying around. So it might be a fun throwback to oh, our yeah, guests to if we would just old, do a really... Uh, podcast listeners? Yeah. yeah. Should we just do it from the top? Yeah. All I'll right. do it too. Okay, yeah, well, you'll be... Yeah, great. Okay, love it. Okay. And obviously, theme song goes here. <laughs> What's up, you dirty freaks? You're listening to Talking Toxins with Wolf and Obi Boy. And Nancy Garlic. Woo! And we're in the studio today just talking toxins and Ta- figuring out what you are sweating out. Yeah, and we're glad to have uh, some some garlic in the studio. Mm-hmm. Very good for getting rid of toxins. Hell yeah, so, motherfucker. Uh, it yeah. smells bad, but it's here to stay. Yep. Now, my toxins are methamphetamine and so much liquor, and that's just coursing through my body. All times. And you know what? Good for you, because there's nothing I like more than a man who can't handle his alcohol. <laughs> I, that, my problem is uh, when I get a handle, I drink a handle. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. I'm here. I'm with you. Yeah, and we just want to encourage all our listeners. Uh, it's cool to it's cool to overdrink, uh, overdrink, yeah. over uh, <laughs> smoke, uh, just overdo it all. So, Nancy, why don't you mm-hmm. talk us through your top ten toxins? One, me on a bad day. Two, you on any kind of day. Three, 
um, my dog. Four. My ex-husband. Don't get me started. Which is also your catchphrase from, uh, you had a brief stint Uh as a stand-up, yeah. That's my ex-husband talking in my head. Mm -mm. Uh Uh-huh. Five, I hate sledding. Six, I wore a t-shirt one time and it fit weird. Seven, my father. Eight, my mother. Nine, my friends. Ten, me again. Oh, bring wow. it all back home. In hindsight, I feel like 10 is too many to Well, I think it was maybe not enough because we didn't even get to anything that uh, someone could ingest. You know, I feel like that was the 10 most personal ones. Well, that's it for this episode of Talk and Toxins. Make sure to like and subscribe. Of course, we are an Earwolf podcast, and we will see you next week. Bye. And we're back in Literati. Wow, that was wow. great. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so Thanks for doing that podcast. It was so fun. Nancy, um, I just want you to know uh, you only get paid once. <laughs> the other one is that's pro bono. Right. And that's fine because I'm very wealthy. Oh. In my, I have many thoughts and they keep me financially supported. You're wealthy in your thoughts. Yeah. I just have so many that I basically am making money all the time off of my ideas that I have. Ah, rich oh. with ideas. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. And how does that work practically? And can I have some? Yeah. So practically, I... I scream into a voice recorder every morning all of the thoughts I had during the night. And then I send that to my editor who never gets back to me. And then that turns into a book maybe 10 years from now. And then I make some money. It doesn't do well, but it does end up in airports. And that's how you're financially independent. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of pro bono, I got a pretty hard-hitting question. What's wrong with the phrase no homo? For sure. Well... Because nobody told me. I've been saying it like crazy. For sure. Well, no homo sucks, and that's because I don't know what it means either. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. But, Michael, you've been saying it, I think, in place of FOMO. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying, guys, I'm going to meet you at the bar tonight because I'm having no homo. Well, okay, so you mean no FOMO. I, I'm just learning now, yeah. You don't want to have FOMO anymore. Which is which? FOMO is... Homo is saying, hey, I don't want to be associated with being gay. Oh, my God. No, I would never say that. Good. Because I would have to kill you. (laughs) And no FOMO means, hey, uh, no way I'm going to miss out on this. I don't. Yeah. That's I've I've realized I've shouted some bad things at bad times now. And that's something you have to reckon with. Okay. well, I'm glad we got somebody here who's up on, you know, Internet trends and slang. Now, uh, uh. I, I, this character that was in the book, mm-hmm. it felt very relatable to me. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I like really connected with uh, this person reading the book. Well, I this call man. him my hero. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's the hero. And mm. this is the hero's journey. Gotcha. And this is simply a man's journey. And he's our hero. And men are heroes. And women cannot be. And that is my mission statement. And I am okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So your mission statement is that is that men are heroes. Women cannot be. And what what is like the what is the ultimate goal uh-huh. with this? Uh... With this book and with any book I write and with anything I say and with anything I go do, it is to make sure men everywhere are having good sex. Oh, mm. This is good news. Yeah. I'm super passionate about men feeling good, at, even if it means no one else in the world feels good. I, at one point, was like, that doesn't sound right, and then realized it's easier to sort of just, like, go with them than against them. So mm-hmm. I'm sort of on men's side, and everybody else hates me, but I'm here and having fun. Right. You sort of aligned with the powerful group, and they've shielded you under their power, and yeah. now you're kind of protected. Masculinity is my bed, and it's my family. And I'll die in it. That's so exciting. It's just nice to have somebody writing for such an underserved population. Mm-hmm. Nobody AKA hears men's men. stories. and Never. I know them because I see them mm. in movies all the time. Yeah, so you're able to sort of take it from that medium and translate it into sure. the written word. Now, I, But what I love is while your focus is on men, you still had such interesting fleshed out female characters in the book like Girl on Train Who Giggle. Mm-hmm. And she has name. And it's girl. Yes. And she has last name is Andre who giggle. <laughs> it's so nice to just kind of get a character who seems like, yeah, that's a real person in a real life. I can. She has hopes and dreams and passions. And you don't have to waste your time telling me them because I just assume they're there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I, I, I also, I just love like the, the, uh, the pretending to read on a train. Like I identify with that because I do that all the time. I just open a book and sometimes I won't even make the effort to look down at the page as if I'm reading it. I just stare dead eyed across from me. Yeah, yeah, you just look right through yeah. a thousand yards away as yeah. if you're remembering something terrible that happened to you in your childhood. And I still turn the pages and everything every uh, couple of seconds. Yeah, and it's that disconcerting. Makes me, that, then you become my muse. Oh. In moments like that, you become my muse. Okay. Yeah. And do do I get any sort of like financial reimbursement for being a muse? Yeah, you get all my money. Whoa. All of it? What? Well, listen, I don't feel like as a woman having money makes sense. Well, what are you going to do with it? So I give it to all the people I see who are richer and more privileged because it just makes sense. <laughs> you just mm-hmm. go around giving all your money to muses. Yeah. The, your male muses. <laughs> if yeah. someone has a lot of money and they've made a lot of money, they should get more money because they're better at money. And they know how to take money from other people. And that's a skill. Yes. I have been poor for a long time. And so whenever I make money, I say, well, I, you know, I, I recently came into a lot of money after getting hit by a truck full of Nestle's chocolate chips. Yum. And I. What a yum. But I gave that money away. It was it was an ouch followed by a quick yum. And you're like, but I, oh, yum. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, please, you're killing me. Oh, morsels. Mm. So I quickly gave that money away because I was like, well, I haven't had money up till now, so I must be bad at it. Mm-hmm. Well, you started a charity where uh, you give all your money to banks. Yes, it's called uh, Fund the Fundless. And um, I go to banks that are not having so much money because they are, you know, um, loaning it out to billionaires. And I say, oh. hey, take some of my money while you wait. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, Is that why you're in a full cast? unrelated full cast let's just say i accidentally fell asleep uh in my halloween costume and halloween and it stuck wait Uh so wait this cast has nothing to do with the truck of nestle chips that hit you no i could not afford to go to the hospital so this was i was dressed up as uh tom cruise's the mummy from the movie the mummy that came out recently do you remember yeah i remember universal monsters reboot Sounds, oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds good because it was good. Yes, because I exactly. saw it. I also saw it, and it was so good to watch it. And um, so I dressed as that in Halloween. I fell asleep. I sweat. Of course, one of my toxins is I huff glue, and so the glue sweat out, yum, and yum, then yum. the <laughs> and then that turned the cast the the you know mummy wrappings into a cast. Enough about me, Nancy Gar. Like I want to hear. Where'd you come from? I I am blown away because your piece, people can find it in The New Yorker, which is pretty exciting. Colin and I have yet to be technically officially published. So we are, I'm not going to say trying to steal the secrets of our guests, but I would like to hear kind of step by step what made you the writer you are today and Mm -hmm. all of your industry contacts. Yeah, and I will share all that. I will say when people ask me where I'm from, I do like to say I'm from, in many ways, the stars. Okay. But Idaho, too. <laughs> right. Um, Big picture of the stars getting a little more narrow. Idaho. Idaho <laughs> raised on a farm, but in many ways raised on in- Venus. You know, <laughs> mm. uh, I went there. I wrote a couple poems in. With you a, went there. So I went to. I went. Sorry. There was the name of my college. Oh, their university. There you, yeah. It is in there Canada. You. And it's very, very small. Mm. It was mainly me looking at the sky for four years. It was just a big open field? Well, it was a few of us. So there was me, there was Rick, and there was Jan. Mm -hmm. Um, And we all sat there and looked at the stars. We had one threesome, one time, no big deal. (laughs) It's gone. I (laughs) mean, right? It's not a big deal. Canadian college. And then I left there and came here. Uh, which was grad, grad school. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just quickly, I love the fight slogan, like the chant that um, their university mm-hmm. has there, but for the grace of God, go you. Yeah. And it was all three of us singing that to nobody. Right. In a field. <laughs> and um, then that gets old and then you have a threesome. Yeah. And then yeah. you fuck and then you wake up and say, I should uh, eat a pancake, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We've all had threesomes. Yeah. We have all had threesomes and they've been wonderful. Mm-hmm. I had three of them. So you've had three separate ones? Are you were talking about the pancakes after? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I've had three pancakes. So sorry. Yeah. Uh, good. 
Yum. Oh, yum, yum indeed. <laughs> I, you know what I love to put in them? Uh, morsels. Yes. A little Sorry, did morsel. I steal your... <laughs> no, your I reveal? lobbed it and you knocked it into... <laughs> I did knock it out of the park. Yes. Yeah. Which is where I lived for a few years. The park. After grad school. Okay. And then, now I'm a published author and my industry secrets are that I mainly... I mainly attend award shows never... Sorry, I really want to go to an award show, but I haven't written a movie. Yeah, that's the, that's what's next for me. You know, I feel like this book has the potential to be turned into a movie. And I hope a man writes it someday. Oh. And I hope a man directs it someday. And Fingers I hope a man crossed. stars in it. Oh, someday. and I hope all the PAs are men. And yeah. I hope that the camera ops are men. And I hope everybody on set is Ryan Reynolds. Ugh. Could you imagine? He's so smarmy. He's so smarmy. Why is there no award show for books? For sure. Or is there and I don't know about it? Well, it might be because I look like an avalanche and no one Mm -hmm. wants to see me. Okay. But... That's what I say about myself, and no one says that about me, but I think that every day. I would you do never dress say in that. very flowy white clothes. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one wants to see me. They couldn't. I'm yeah. basically specter like. Yeah, yeah, and your body seems to have sort of. I, I, the word I would use is crumbled. Uh huh. I'm sort of like a scone. Uh huh. Yeah. My body's sconish. Well, you're also covered. In, you know, there's blueberries all over you, mm-hmm. but that just seems like maybe a pancake mishap. Yeah. Well, I had a truck fall on me. No, I'm kidding. That's about <laughs> That's you. That's my thing. <laughs> so um, what's your inspiration when you um, sit down to write? Like, is this your first book? Or others that you've got coming up? Is like, uh-huh. where do you get your ideas? So I saw the movie The Girl on the Train. And I thought, well, that's not very interesting. What if there was a man on the train? Oh. And so I wrote this book about the man on the train with a better, more interesting story. And the girl on the train, it was sort of just the character. You still took the character. That is the character's name for the girl mm-hmm. on the so train. So she was on the train. Yeah. And I wanted to sort of like remember that she was there. Yeah, right. But Classic, let's focus the yeah, story on, on someone matters. else. Yeah. Classic mm-hmm. mistake that the girl on the train people did of focusing on the wrong character. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have that with uh, The Idiot. Dostoevsky's The Idiot where I'm like, I don't care about this dumb idiot. Mm-hmm. They should have focused on his smart brother, Chen, and just like tell the story of that guy. Because that guy was smart. He was inventing things. Like what? Well, I haven't written that book yet. But <laughs> right, I'm guessing right. what it would be is some sort of, um, okay, what I'll say is a backpack you can sleep in. Like, Ooh. that's new. Yeah, it's yeah. a backpack. So and that's then, new. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody says, except somebody says, well, it definitely new? would have been during uh, during uh, the, yeah. the time where this uh, this novel takes place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say 2, a, 2 BC. Yeah, Is that I'd when Dostoevsky was? I'm not good with time, I but time. I think it was yeah. 4 or 5 BC. I okay. don't follow time. Yeah. Now, um, the book almost seemed like you were teaching men how to fake their way into getting others to think they were interesting. Say it one more time. Sorry, my brain's very slow. Okay. The book seemed like you were teaching men how to go through the steps of looking interesting Uh without having to actually be interesting or Mm -hmm. find other people interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, a man is interesting in his own right no matter what he's doing. Mm -hmm. To Mm -hmm. me. And that doesn't have to be true for everybody. No. But I see a man and I think, wow, what an, what, wow, wow, what, sorry, what is your story? What a life lived, yeah. probably. Congratulations. Yeah. Let me shake yeah, your hand. Yeah, let's talk because that would be an honor. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I do feel like even though it is sort of me noticing a man who could be having zero thoughts at all. I still find that much more interesting than anybody else's story. It's not easy to have no thoughts. So that's not nothing, even though it is nothing. It's not nothing Mm. because it's hard to like turn your brain off completely. Yeah. 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 I don't know what that's like. My brain is like all day long, talking, talking, talking. What are you going to eat? What are you going to do? Who are you going to be? Why are you here? You know? Yeah. It can be a lot. Uh, Exhausting. Mm -hmm. That's why I often try to kick myself on the head. Yeah. Mine's just Is sort of... Is that why you have the cast? No, we know why you have the cast. Yes, I fell the asleep mummy. in my mummy Halloween <laughs> right. costume. I like. To, I just have like a low hum going at all times. Of words and anxiety or just noise? No, no, no. no just a uh, humming noise going at all times. Like... Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 
That's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Now, if a man said, hey, I'm a musician and I'm putting that song out, they'd be Tom York. And I'd have my pants down. Oh. <laughs> uh, Give me Tom York's dick. <laughs> All right. That's the literati. That's You've said the, the literati catchphrase, the surprise, uh, you win the prize. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm going to say my catchphrase because I don't want to miss out on that. No FOMO. No FOMO. Please invite me when you get that Tom York dick. <laughs> yes. Um, I Now, we were talking uh, earlier about uh, trying to impress people at parties by, uh, by uh, just dropping, uh, you know, classic novel names. Like just, uh, just referencing, references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. referencing literature to impress people. This seems... Right up our alley uh-huh. of of uh, having being able to impress people without having to do much of the work. Is there anything? Are there any other things that men can do aside from pretending to read to impress people or women specifically? Mm-hmm. You can always take out a pick. Take out a pick, like a because, guitar pick. Yeah, so then then people know you could play guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh, like have you've it heard with your pick. Yeah, okay. like have it with your change. So like when yeah. you're trying to get change, like shit, that's my pick. Oh, I can't pay with that <laughs> unless you want to hear my song. <laughs> this is my demo. <laughs> you must you know? think I'm some sort of Don McLean. <laughs> Don McLean, and it's not Don McLean, even though it yeah. feels like it. Even though <laughs> like it looks that, like the guitar it. playing mm-hmm. is so clean. Well, they called him Mister Clean. <laughs> well, also, he was bald. Yeah, Mister Clean. So that's a different man. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What else would you yeah, say what if else? like a man's at a party and he wants to impress? There's a woman across the party and he wants to impress her and ultimately, you know, have sex with her. Huh. What's huh. a way that he can sort of get get up in the uh, get up in her face and impress her with? His presence. Here's the thing. Good news, fellas. You don't have to do anything. Oh, thank oh, God. Phew. Okay? <laughs> There's no rules. Do whatever you want. I will say that if you go up and try to have a conversation and ask kind questions, wondering about her personality and what she's been up to, that won't work. Uh-uh. Kind of no boring. one likes boring. a nice guy. Yeah. Plus, so, if you ask if you ask those questions, there's a chance... She's going to start answering them. And then you're like, I got to remember all of and this And then stuff? you should take out a notepad and then yeah, you can't write. So. And the more you learn, then the more you have to be like, I have to see you as a full-fledged three-dimensional human being and take all of that, your background, your past, your passions, all of that into account. And that just sounds like a bummer. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's stati- So this is actually something I know because science mm. that I read. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to remember anything about a woman no matter who you are wow you just can't where did you read that in the science worlds so basically uh long story short i went to dinner with a scientist one time and it was one of those restaurants that was dark uh-huh. You know what I'm yes. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitch black restaurants. Where the experience really, like enhances like yeah. the taste because you, you taste. can't you can't use your other senses. Yeah, and you can touch. You can touch the food and you can eat the food, but you can't see the face or the way their body works. Sure, and you can't see the waiter. So we went to one of those, and I just spent the evening staring into <laughs> darkness, hearing a man tell me about how science works and how women are impossible to understand. Mm. And that's how I learned this. And that is a scientist. And that is, I mean, that's what I know now. That That sounds amazing. Erotic. I also, Mm -hmm. I went to, I went to one of those uh, restaurants as well. Full darkness, except that uh, you, in addition to not being able to see the food, uh, you were not allowed to eat it. It was only you were allowed to touch the food. So it was just making a big old mess. You couldn't eat any of it, but you just uh, make a big old mess with the food. That sounds expensive. What did you feel? A uh, lot of slimy stuff. Uh huh. Lot of wet stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Some some crumbly, crunchy stuff. Mm-hmm. But mostly slimy, wet stuff. Maybe the third one was my body. You know, it's crumbly it and the, stuff. Oh right, because yeah. it's a scone. Like an avalanche. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I was there. Maybe it was maybe the we're at the night. same restaurant. Wait, are you the scientist? <laughs> I am the scientist. Whoa, Colin, I didn't know you were a scientist. I didn't want to make you feel bad because you're just a writer and I'm a writer and scientist I'm also and a dancer. dirt biker. Oh, yeah, you do dirt bike <laughs> yeah. professionally. Yeah. Well, and you were the one with the PhD on talking toxins. Yeah, I was. Now I that was. I've mentioned it here, we can't cut out that bad beginning. 
Well, did you know, did you ever watch Hillary Duff's six, uh, Sweet 16 Hawaii vacation movie? <laughs> did yeah. I? Yes. Several okay, because times. She, she goes dirt, long story short, she goes dirt biking then. Oh, yep. I, I yeah, and Colin, that was Maybe you watched it there. and you thought, you said, oh, I got to get into this. Yeah. Because it looked like so much fun. Now, I've never been to one of these no-see restaurants, but I was uh, briefly um, for six years in a no-talking relationship where it was just me and my wife uh, in what I'd call a studio apartment. And the whole thing of it was we were not allowed to talk to each other, her rules. But then that that enhances your other senses if you can't... She smelled great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you can't speak, you know, you get to use your eyes and yes. your ears. Were you yeah. allowed to mouth? I could not mouth. Could you text? I could text, yes. But at that time, I had a flip phone, so it was like, what's the point? It takes years, basically. <laughs> now, Nancy Garlic, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me, Nancy You're... Garlic. <laughs> the whole way you read and write, it just makes me feel excited and confident. I would love if you could just quickly give us some compliments. For sure. When you came in with that mummy cast on... I said, wow, he's in a cast. And you, <laughs> when you s- revealed that you were the scientist at my at that restaurant, mm-hmm. I thought, of course he is. <laughs> Who else could it have mm. been? And you. you a producer. A producer. We don't, we don't usually compliment Alex, but well, okay. okay. We're all in a room. When you went and picked me up from downstairs, you were super kind. <laughs> <laughs> wow it just, seemed like it seemed like alex might have been the only one who got a compliment whereas michael and i just uh was retelling things we've already and because of that i'm just, gonna just say uh just real quick um alex do not let that go to your head okay do yeah. not start thinking that you're a human being or a fully fledged person you are literally here to press start and stop on the recording machine and get us water yeah, we assume that all the sound effects just happen He's nodding. Okay, now get back in your tub. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Colin, did you have any other questions for Nancy before we move on to the thing we need her sorry, to help uh, us with? Sorry. It's Nancy Garlic. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nancy Garlic. I, uh, I, I do. Okay, uh, great. Books professor. Is that mm-hmm. a real job? And can Michael and I... Is there a way we could apply? I feel qualified. I feel qualified to be a books professor. Yeah. Seems just vague enough where I might qualify. Oh, I would love to talk over some of my students. So this is actually a job I'm in charge of hiring for. And I do have the papers with me right now. Oh, here you go. (laughs) These are the applications. Great. Um, So what you do is you fill out your name, your information, you write man over all of the application. Mm-hmm, I can do that. And just in bi- just big letters. Real big. Man, man. I'm a man. K. Can I, I write it in say, block letters? You can write it in bubble, block, whatever Great. takes you the least amount of time and effort. <laughs> this looks like long and overwhelming. And I was just going to say, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to go tell people I'm a books professor. But now that I have this, what I'd call, um, I guess I'd call it a man privilege of being able to just write man and, and get along with it. I'm definitely going to do it. Well, I'm the one who reads the applications and all, and we don't do blind applications because that would make no sense for yeah. me. Yeah, well, that should yeah. be saved for restaurants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Um, and yeah. When do you think we'll hear back about our applications? You know what? I have a long week. Um, I don't know uh, if that's good or bad for us. <laughs> a lot going, of other men have been applying. Well, I'm going to the Bellagio. Oh, oh, that's a type in Las of shoe, Vegas. I think. Yep. <laughs> there are shoes at the Bellagio. Those shoes are called... Uh, I got bloody heels. The, um, the Balenciaga. Yes. So, so that's actually not a Balenciaga. I cannot... Shit. And blintzes are like crepes. <laughs> so blintzes are like thick crepes. Okay. And a blimp is a big plane that goes slow, but is sort of rotund. Yeah, uh-huh. kind of like a, a bubble if you could steer it. Yes, yeah. uh, a blimp is a plane that's bloated. And actually, one person dies a year from a blimp accident. <laughs> and guess oh. what? It's the same person every year. And and that's a book I do not think is interesting and Mm-mm. would never Mm-mm. write. Mm-mm. Thank you. Mm-mm. Because it's a, a female child <laughs> every year who dies. Oh. So we're not going to write that book. No. Now, um, Nancy Garlic. Yeah. Uh, the one of the things that we're so excited about um with having you on the show is that you have been published. Yeah. 
And that's something that Colin and I are just racing towards mm-hmm. wanting to begin to think about getting. So I, you got a dream. Yeah. And so we're looking to get some of your help because recently we went to a publishing house. We got a meeting. And I'm not going to say through kidnapping, but that helped. And they really liked our book pitch um, for our book titled The Virgin's Guide to Kissing. <laughs> Sorry, we what's re- funny? <laughs> well, uh, the Mike, Michael's thinking of a, of a, another scenario leading up that because our first meeting was with uh, we had to we had to set up a meeting with uh, security at uh, Penguin, yeah. and we it was a, it, the meeting went pretty well yeah. until they threw us out of the building, oh. and that's when the kidnapping right. we had to do, and that but was that, the first book. Yeah, and um, so Michael's just thinking of that, but it's yeah. there's nothing funny about the book. No, gotcha. and so yeah. of course we were in there pitching the Virgin's Guide to Kissing, and they, sorry, the Virgin's Guide to Kissing. Yes, mm-hmm. just yep. to clarify. Yep. Okay, yep. and yep. we are co-authoring it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so that is Virgins. Then the apostrophe, mm-hmm. guide to kissing. Virgins is guide to kissing. Yeah, virgins, virgins is, is guide yeah, to yeah. kissing. Uh, parentheses, French and otherwise. French so, and otherwise, you said? Yes. Yeah. French and otherwise. Uh, you know. okay. Anyway, yeah. long story short, they said they loved our book pitch, um, which a lot of that was acting out. I guess. Yep. Um, but they said that what with the print industry being dead as a fucking pile of bones, the only way we could sell this book is with a built-in audience, with something that they say is a social media following. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Have you encountered this? Yeah. You got, You have to be online. Mm-hmm. Ugh, really? You have to. Okay. And you know what that means? Is you have to be, you have to be, you have to, ha- you have to be saying hi to at least a person you don't know every day online. Oh, oh so boy. not only do we have to get online, which so then you have to say hi. To... Oh, I know, boys. I know. Anything else besides hi? Is that it? If I, what if we just like tweeted out, hi everyone, and then is that no. does that take care of it? No, uh, no. Also, Twitter is dead. No one uses it. So okay, that was one of our questions. Can you explain the difference between Twitter and Instagram? Yeah. Twitter is where. You go to feel dead. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Instagram is where you go when you're dead and want to show your corpse to people. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Certain. To, so, what? Because I mean, like, I didn't realize Twitter was dead. What if, like, now my Instagram, I just take pictures of my tweets and then like upload those to Instagram? I they... love when people do that. That's a very pe- That's a lot of people. Awesome, do. Okay, because cool. it makes. Sense. It yeah. just makes sense to be putting words on a visual People medium. are saying, hey, 15 people liked this on one platform. Yeah. Gotta share it with and you. Plus, a picture is worth a thousand words. So a picture of a bunch of words. I mean, how many words How many words are we talking now? What? 2,000. Like, yeah. Or more. Yeah. Got- I'm not a numbers guy. <laughs> uh, but I will say that one of our mottos here is tell, don't show. So that makes me think we should go with Twitter instead of Instagram mm-hmm. if we had to pick something. Um, and can you just quickly explain which is the app that my wife used to cheat on me with? The cheat zone. She used to cheat zone. Okay, I'm going to write that down because I know <laughs> it was an app. And that is an app that is real. <laughs> and it's called the cheat zone. Ooh. Sorry, I know it sounds like someone just made it up just now. But it's not. It okay. exists. There's a website or an app called the Cheat Zone or yeah. Cheat Zone. Okay. Yeah, because that's. Um, I knew she used the internet to betray my heart, but I wasn't sure which one. I thought maybe it was Twitter. No, it's the Cheat Zone. Okay. And I love that I told you it was the Cheat Zone, <laughs> and I'm I'm feeling good about that. Good. Well, we'll keep it in, and maybe we'll try and uh, you know we'll try and plug it a few more times before we're done. <laughs> I um, will say, just not to interrupt, uh, but the Virgin's Guide to Kissing—that's—that's mm-hmm. that's interesting to me. Okay, yeah. and so I would love to hear like Finally. step one and maybe step seven, just to kind of <laughs> know. Great. Yeah. yeah, sure, easy. Sure. I mean, we've spent a lot of time with this book, so yeah, easy. Okay, uh, so I mean, I am hesitant to give out too much uh, because obviously hashtag spoilers, but I think step one and step seven we can do. So step okay. one yeah. is get those lips wet. Yeah, you're gonna want to start by licking your lips for about ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. No, that's one of the misconceptions a lot of virgins have is they think I gotta have bone dry lips. Yeah. I gotta uh-uh. get on this other person and I want them to know. Mm, this is like the a desert on my mouth. No, mm-hmm. you want it to right. be sopping. Well, yeah. I will say, I don't mean to give too much away, but 
I did have a threesome, and you know that, but yep. I actually oh, yeah. have never kissed anyone. Really, it was you a no-right threesome. Have you have you done anything in like bef- like what would traditionally come before a threesome? You well, haven't kissed using one the baseball slang. Yeah. I have two base, well, three base. Well, I know you probably mean oral sex, or just, like have you been with one Whoa, person? It's getting hot in here. Or has it only been three people? I have been with Jan and Rick, and that's. It and we have done it in every iteration, and we have been with each other in many ways, but it's never been lips anywhere. Well, and I've rule. always been never really watching. Well, you were looking at the stars. Yeah, you have a field. test. You had to test the next morning. Yeah, so. I got a poet's soul. <laughs> yeah, that too. And so I, this is actually more practical for me. So wet up the lips. Wet up the mm-hmm. lips for a good ten mm-hmm. to fifteen minutes, and now you're going to start noticing. Once all the moisture from your tongue has gone to your lips, your tongue starts getting dry. Maybe you can't last 10 minutes. You got to then dip your tongue in a cup of water and then go back to licking your lips. And so when you're going to kiss someone, you're not always doing it. You're not always doing it uh, in your home where you have a glass of water. Or Vaseline. Or Vaseline. Where you you stick your tongue in the Vaseline and then you just start licking your lips. And so what we say is instead of a glass of water, fill your shirt pocket with water so when you're going to kiss you can quickly just stick your tongue down into your shirt pocket yeah. get it wet with water or vaseline yeah. or uh just have one of those little clown uh, flowers that squirts water so that you know you can just point it up yeah just, mm-hmm. if when you're in the middle mm-hmm. of kissing yeah. and then colin what's step seven? Oh, just jumping all the way ahead to that step seven so of course you know we're skipping step two through six yes a lot yeah. of good stuff in there but you got to get the book mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry out. you're gonna have to yeah, and I'm not stalling. I know <laughs> number seven off the top of my head. It's a, uh, you say thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay, of so course. is that after or is that right before? Yep, 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 yep. Oh, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> oh, uh, How many it, steps are there? There are, there are 500 <laughs> steps and number seven is say thank you. And it's actually, it is right before the kiss. It's after uh, you ask, may I kiss you? And then they say <laughs> yes or no. You say thank you. And yeah, they, they say they so you or is yeah. that after may so i ask you, you a question <laughs> and they say yes and then you say thank, thank you. you and then you say and but uh, it's honestly it's probably more like frankly because your tongue is sopping with vaseline yeah yeah so perfect so yeah yeah so, <laughs> so we yeah really it's gonna hope, be a pretty good book we really hope that helps uh it does you're gonna like it kissing's, now, I'll, kissing's I'll pretty good dip my tongue in vaseline and then i'll say thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then get ready to kiss <laughs> now speaking of helping um we'd love for you to help us because what we're gonna do oh, is try to h- set up a real um Twitter account right now. We have one right now uh, at Literati Comedy, but honestly, it fucking sucks. <laughs> we don't use it a lot when we do it mostly just promotion re- of the show. I didn't realize you were supposed to be saying hi to people. No, so. We don't do that. We just say, hey, listen to this new episode we worked really hard on. No, no engagement, no like. So I'm Losers! saying, yeah, I'm saying it's scorched earth. We're going to yeah. start again with this good new account. Okay. Yeah. And first thing we need is a name. So I think. Eat my ass. <laughs> yeah, eat <Great>. my ass. <laughs> Ass. Cool. And I'll just put in my phone number here. So we can make Wait, this. you're typing it after eat my ass and then your full phone. Number. No, I wish. This is just so they can send me a thing so I can verify it. Okay. They great. sent me a code. Okay. And I just got it. My code. It might okay. be taken. If it is, I'm going to freak out. Yeah. Well, we'll be can, eat my ass too. Then you're eat my ass 69. Yeah, or eat my ass, then your full phone number. Perfect. Yeah, that actually might be really good. Okay, a password. So this is just for us in this room. What's a good password that we can all remember? Um, is it, and this is actually going to be our password. This is going to be our real password. Great. So uh, just something that only us will sort of go know. with. Uh, uh, or do you have one? Well, the top of your head? what were you going to say? Because we could combine our ideas. Okay, I was going to yeah, say I, had something I was going to say uh, uh, comedy bang bang fan <laughs> twenty two. 22. Yeah. Underscore Nancy Garlic is what I was going to say. <laughs> what was your Nancy yeah, was Garlic. Yours? Yeah. No, mine was going to be Vaseline Freak. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Let's but, maybe, maybe but let's maybe go. combo. Yeah. And if my ass is taken, we can make, and luckily we can make any of these our usernames. Yeah, what, what if we what did about, Garlic what if, Vaseline Bang? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or <laughs> vas- that is so hot. Garlic Vaseline. Garlic Vaseline Freak. Bang Bang. <laughs> Okay, I love that. <laughs> that should um, be the username now. Now I'm garlic, not freaked out. Yeah, we'll make Vaseline eat my ass the, the fr- password. Garlic, gasoline, freak, bang, Vaseline, bang. Vaseline freak. 
garlic Vaseline freak. <laughs> Bang, bang bang! I do like gasoline. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm just gonna put, set up a bunch of accounts. <laughs> I'm just gonna just see which one hits. It. We'll just throw a, yeah. throw a bunch of this stuff at the wall, see what sticks. And there may or may not be a number in there to keep people from uh, <laughs> from stealing that. But you know, okay. that's for us to know. Okay, so let's see if I we have this is the fir- okay. <sighs> I'm gonna have to change that. Um, okay, so next thing we need is a profile picture. And what's funny is that Colin and I, every time we've been photographed, we are blurry and blinking. So I'm just going to say let's Google a good image, but I don't know what to Google search to come up with what should be our profile pic. Hmm. What about strong book? <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, let's can see. Can I see what comes up? Yeah, let's probably see what gonna comes be a, up. I mean, we can probably guess it's going to be a hardcover. I like that guy. <laughs> this one or this one? No, <laughs> okay. I like that guy. Wait, which Wait, one no. do you guys like? I'm not sure who you're talking There's a book here called Headstrong. explain what, which one we're talking yeah, about? There's <laughs> one book with muscles and a book. Arms, arms. Uh, muscles flexing. and maybe a beret. <laughs> do you like this one? Strong yeah, and I sensitive. Like that one. Strong okay. and yeah. sensitive. You know what? I like that one better than the other one because it's watermarked. Well, I think the other one is kind of predictable yeah and a little bit um showy okay so it's let's like, go 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 i'm more book whoa i didn't me. know you did characters <laughs> and i do and they're good what would that character's name be nancy garlic <laughs> <laughs> all right well this photo is killing it um and okay next i wish we could just start tweeting but we need a bio okay so of course this is the literati podcast so what's just a fun bio we only have 160 characters <laughs> there is a dog who's been watching us this whole time yeah and farting i don't know if you can smell <laughs> really? this but the dog has been farting right under me this whole time that's cute by the way there's a dog who has been watching us <laughs> colin do you have anything uh uh um maybe something about the podcast and what okay. we do oh uh oops about books, kind of, but not really. <laughs> Don't let that be uh, a hurdle you feel you have to jump to. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is not a hurdle. <laughs> okay. And then I'm just going to say. How much more space do you have? Do we we have? have roughly 35 more. No, we have uh, 45 more characters. This is a good practice for tweeting. <laughs> okay. Great. Because there's uh, actually a word limit. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We can just start describing other stuff in the room. Lampshade, uh, keyboard. Shade. Uh, empty bottle. <laughs> this is writing. I'll say lampshade, keyboard, empty <laughs> bottle. This is writing. Yeah. That's perfect. This is writing. Wow, this okay. place. Well, guys, this is writing. I oh, And <laughs> we only had enough characters for this is WR. That's great. Okay, good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we've got our bio. What are we interested in? I'm just going to go ahead and say books. Yeah, easy. I'm going to say mm. reading. <laughs> oh, Colin, no sorry. Trick. Did you? Uh, well, I'm more into uh, uh, motorcycles. Okay, dirt I'll say bikes. motorcycles. Dirt bikes. Motorcycles. Touching I wonder if food. Dirt bikes is, is, t- is touching food an Let option? Let me see. Dirt bikes. How about being quiet? Mm. <laughs> what about Instagram? Food. Touching food is not an option, but I can right. add it. My No, I cannot add it myself. Um, being quiet? Yes. Can we say Instagram and Facebook? Yes, I'll say Instagram and Facebook. I'm just going to say quiet. Quiet man. <laughs> Quiet uh, man. Instagram. Should we say something about followers or wanting to get followers? Um, yeah. Friends. Uh, yeah, Popularity. I mean, we, yeah. You could write, I want to get followers. But that's a little bit. Standoffish. <laughs> what about. <laughs> rude. What about. It's a little, how about famous? Okay. <laughs> and then help, I, us, help us become internet famous. These are one word <laughs> tags they're giving me. So like up here, like NHL, weather. These are suggested things. I would oh, say I like NHL. Yeah, yeah, I like those. I like <laughs> NHL and weather. Great. We'll say NHL. And weather. <laughs> these are just examples. Obama. And then um, I'm going to say government officials and agencies. <laughs> Next. Okay, we are getting so close. Seen so many options, and we've just been making them up out of thin air. But you have all this access. Here's what I'll say: Uh, It gave me suggestions of who to follow. First one is Vice President Mike Pence. Yes. So no, because giving him one follower, right? I I love him, and I love that he doesn't eat dinner with women. Well, it's too tempting. Yeah, yeah. Who else? Who else do they have? Okay, so wait, uh, what's the ruling on Vice uh, Vice President? Said no. We should follow him just so he follows us and we quickly unfollow. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Following him, we've got Kamala Harris. 
So I last thing I clicked was U.S. government agencies. So, so. I actually so, think that yeah, we're getting a lot of those, not a lot of weather ones. No, <laughs> wait, this is pretty much yeah, all. Where's Al, is Al Roker an option? I'm gonna go way down here. Okay, we've got Megan Amram. She's Just pretty a popular. She's comedian. a writer, classic That's comedian. Great. Jabuki. He's done the Literati live show. It would be nice to follow him. <laughs> Kamel Nanjiani. Uh, we did a show at the, the Meltdown. Yeah, yeah not meltdown. his. This is live like the show. opposite of name dropping. Okay, <laughs> he wasn't there. Enough for you to follow. Yeah, this kind of sucks. Broad City. We'll follow them. It's, like we, it's a show we've watched. I don't want right. to. Okay, know, this is wanna... a tough one. Yoko Ono. <laughs> Can we look and see what she tweets? Okay. Yes, I will. Oh, well, I accidentally followed. Actually, her. you know what? The moment I said it, I realized I don't want to know. Too late. I've already Googled and they look to be long paragraphs. So I'm going to say follow because we like reading. And Ronan Farrow and Billy Eichner. And what about Nike NYC? Yes. Okay. What about Lena Dunham? No. Yeah. No. Please. I don't want to see Nike and then Lena. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Great. And what about... I think we have room for one more, and this last one, based on our location, is the Brooklyn Bridge Park. <laughs> yes. Okay. Tell me the l- the last tweet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, it might be hard because I'm still in setting up my account, but oh, Brooklyn Bridge Park. Oh, right. This is all set up. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not but even in But the payoff <laughs> will be epic. <laughs> yeah. So everybody, make sure to start following Eat My Ass on Twitter. I don't know how we got now it. Now I hate it. And the last... <laughs> tweet from Brooklyn Bridge Park is from the start of construction to the opening of the Brooklyn Bridge there were four different U.S. presidents Ulysses S. Grant, Rutherford B. Hayes James A. Garfield and Chester A. Arthur and are these longer than Yoko Ono's or not? (laughs) These are much shorter maybe they collab Yeah. (laughs) maybe someday they can collab so I'm pretty excited to tell you that we are following Ten different people online <laughs> and some bridge account, park, some parks. <laughs> our account is hooked up, and I'm already seeing uh, sponsored ads from Veep coming in. Uh, Hell yeah! A terrific show about a man. <laughs> this is great. So, um, you know what that means? It's time to start tweeting. Great. So I guess so... that we should start with what you already told us. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi, well, everyone. Just different. hi. What do we want? All caps. I, let's defer to Nancy Garlic. I say capital H, I, space. Capital I? Question mark. <laughs> capital H, I. I no, sp- teeny weeny I. Okay, teeny weeny I. I'll see if I can make it Space. <laughs> okay, great. And Have you nice tweeted? one. All of the tweets you write appear on your profile page. Your tweets also appear on your home timeline. Uh, great. Wait, yeah, it's out. Nice one? It's out. And I did not know this, but we are eat my AS 0670007000. So <laughs> eat my ass? <laughs> yeah, it's just eat one my ass. ass. Eat my ass. <laughs> Didn't tell me it was going to do that. Uh, He's cute, though. Wait, that's not our guy. <laughs> that's our guy. Oh my god, that's not our it. guy. Wait, were we supposed to have the muscly guy? He, I thought yeah. this was the muscly guy. Well, Wait, I can change the profile. The Sorry, I'm having a freak out. Yeah. Is this the guy you didn't want? This is the opposite guy. Oh, no. Okay, well, why don't we make that other guy as our header photo? So I'm just going to Google. It's our first fight, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so guys, what this we're going to... I know is good. this is fun and our listeners are probably loving it. <laughs> and still here. Still here. But what we're going to need is maybe, I don't think we can end this episode until we have five or ten really good tweets out there. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we already have one. Yes. And How it's great. four or five seconds? Do you guys know that song? No. That's the I Paul have, McCartney Paul, song? Ha, 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 yeah. That was just an idea I had Remember, we don't have the that. rights to this. <laughs> Shit. And I sang it so well. I know. It's Paul McCartney, Rihanna, and Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't actually want to tweet that anymore, but that was just the first thought I had. So I okay. thought it's first thought, best thought. Okay, right. great. So we're not going to tweet that. <laughs> Should we tweet, we want to tweet four or five seconds? We've decided not to? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we were trying to do five, you said? And our account has been locked. <laughs> Well, it was good while it lasted. So I don't know what happened, Um, but apparently I got this uh, thing. Your account appears to have exhibited unusual behavior that violates the Twitter rules. To unlock your account, please complete the steps below. Uh, And we just want to let all our listeners know that we, by the time this episode goes out, we will get this up and running. So please follow us at Eat My Ass. 
<laughs> as, 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 and then a whole bunch of numbers, and then a bunch of numbers. So I've got to pass this test. It says, "Are you a robot?" And there's only one button to click, and it says, "I'm not a robot." <laughs> Don't do it. That's a trick. That's a trick. Okay, I'm not. Any gonna do robot it. would go, "Hey, hey, <laughs> I am yeah. not a robot." Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like this is a good sign. You know. <laughs> That we're being asked for a robot? <laughs> no, that we got kicked off of Twitter immediately. <laughs> that must mean we're doing something right. Also, I feel like a robot wouldn't be exhibiting unusual behavior. It would be exhibiting very, ve- like painfully <laughs> normal behavior. Yes. Painfully like, yeah. like algorithmic yeah. behavior. Well, good news, guys. We're back in. So I'm yes. going to tweet, I am not a robot. <laughs> So that's our third one. That's our no, that second. That should actually be our I really want to not do my second idea. I okay. think it's not going to even get one like. Oh, okay, no. we won't do the second one. Oh, should we follow you, Nancy Garlic? Yeah, it's Nancy Garlic. Okay, Garlic, and then a bunch Garlet. of numbers. Yes. Okay. There's Nancy Garling six one six. That's my cousin. Oh, okay, well, I'll follow. She's a bitch. Okay, we don't use that kind of language hey, here unless sorry. we think it would be funny. And it wasn't. Well, that's not for me to say. <sighs> okay, so we need about six or seven more tweets. <laughs> Great, so the number is going up. <laughs> the number is going up. I'm still trying to get a good header of a different strong book. How about, should I follow Yoko? Okay, that's good. It's sort of like asking for engagement. Yeah, exactly. We're like connecting to the community. Mike Pence. And we can probably, maybe we can start like a a Twitter war between a Brooklyn Bridge Park and like maybe another park. Like like, Central Park? Yeah. (laughs) Or like a park in a different city, like Idaho. Mm, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Hey, Brooklyn Bridge Park, you actually suck. (laughs) No. Central. Okay, okay. Sorry, I'm not. I listen. I don't want to be a troll. Why don't we ask if Brooklyn City Park and the Botanical Gardens have ever even hooked up? Oh yeah. Okay. Have you ever? We're playing Cupid over here. Yeah. It's basically a dating app. <laughs> yeah, this this Twitter account is a dating app for parks. Botanical Gardens. There it is. Okay. Great. And asked. So this is that's the sort of three? stuff. Yeah, that's and they, our third I bet tweet. They have. I mean, where do you think all those flowers come? No, from? that's our fourth tweet. Okay, good. Okay, so let's take a step back because I think a lot has happened. Sorry, yeah. Nancy Garlic. What makes a good tweet? Because this is essentially writing. Uh huh. Essentially, <laughs> it is writing. And if you ask my cousin Nancy Garling, it'll be different. She'll have a different opinion. But for me, Nancy Garlic, a tweet is a thought that deserves. To not be in your book, but maybe just to exist on its own. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a thought that shouldn't be in a book, but should be seen by more people than mm-hmm. it ever would be if it was if it was in a book. Too, yeah. too good to... Too good to publish. To yeah. publish, yes. Okay, great. So using that, I think we can now probably come up with a ton of good tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no stakes anymore. Okay. <laughs> Okay, how about, um, this is the first line of my new book. This is the first rule in my new book, The Virgin's Guide to Kissing. Yeah. That's a that's what we call a teaser. Yeah. Okay. And then, Colin, what did we say it was? It what, You lick your lips. You have to get your lips nice and wet by licking <laughs> them for 10 to 15 minutes. Again, this is Twitter, so it we have a short. Economical. Yeah. Okay. Maybe uh, just say the Vaseline thing. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> Uh, lick your lips with Vaseline. Okay, great. That's perfect. Okay, and I think we have time for one more tweet. <laughs> it's gotta be good. Um, and Nancy, I think we're gonna throw this one to you because you are our guest, you are the published writer, and really whatever you think is good, and then please, please follow us. I think that we should honor number seven. Mm-hmm. Rule number seven. Yes. And just put thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Does that feel good? It feels really good. <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you just copy paste that until oh, we run yeah. out of space. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Can I see it before you publish it just so I can see kind of visually what we're working with? Yes. Okay. And this will be fun for everybody at home too. How many, I guess I should just do it until we run out of space, like you said? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we ran out. Great. So there we go. That's about, that looks like a hundred thank yous. (laughs) And I'm going to put an exclamation point at the end.
I love it. Do you like it? I I absolutely adore it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited. Uh, I know that now we're going to definitely get a book published soon. Mm-hmm. And it's all thanks to you, Nancy Garlic, and your amazing writing that empowered us men to do something for ourselves. Yeah. Thank good you for so you. much. If you ever need anything, I'm here for you and nobody else. Well, as we leave, do you have any last words of advice to young aspiring writers? If you're a man, keep at it. If you're a woman, yikes. Right, guys? Thank you. No comment. (laughs) And that's the end of of that that chapter. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.